0: As we're going into this new year, uh, I want to preach a message to you that I've entitled Straining into the New Year. And uh, you turn to the book of Philippians and you'll find the uh, the scripture reference that I'm using. Straining into the New Year. Now, I've got in front of me this morning one of our handy-dandy, you know... Uh, Thank you, Brother Jim. If he if he by chance watches this, you can always depend on Craven showers, Shires to bring you the handy dandy funeral calendars every year in December. And uh, we have some of these out there in, on the Connect uh, Connect Center desk, by the way, if you would like one. And uh, as you open this calendar. Uh You will find inside of it a nifty picture of the Washington United Methodist Church in New Jersey. And you will find the page that says December 2020. Now in just a few days from now, about four days from now... We're going to, if unless you prefer to save the pictures and what have you, you're either going to rip this off, but more than likely you're going to disfold this page over, and you're going to have a new picture, and you're going to have a uh, inscription down at the bottom that says January, and to my right or your right, you're going to have 2021. Now we all know that that means it's a new year coming, don't we? And uh, New Year's are special. Uh, New Year's are that time of year that we make that decision of... Uh, we call them resolutions of all the things that we're going to do differently. Uh, most everybody, the most common one is that people are going to uh, change eating habits, change exercise routine. All of that means that we're going to lose weight. The most common resolution that is broken shortly, shortly, very shortly into the new year, is the resolution that we're going to eat better, exercise, and we're going to lose weight. That's the most common broken resolution. Quite frankly, when we think about this new year, the new year is, uh, we're turning a page of a calendar, and I don't mean to sound... Uh, uh negative morbid or anything of the sort this morning but but re- in reality when we flip that page of the calendar in 4 days from now in reality not a whole lot is going to change it'll be a new year yes it'll be 2021 it's unbelievable to me i i'm still you know it seems like 2020, the, the, the Y2K was just yesterday and here we are 20 years later and we're, we're, we're dealing with a pandemic and all sorts of political and social unrest in this co- great country that we live in. So what's really going to happen? What's really going to happen? In 2021, I don't really have the answer for that. I can't tell you, but what I can tell you is God's still working. God's still moving and God is still in control. I read a story this week about this fellow that uh, he became so absorbed with his life, uh, living his life, his career and what have you in particular, that he began to forget about the simple, simple details of life. One morning, his wife said to him, Honey, remember, we have bought another house and we are moving. Today, we're moving. He says, I've got to go to work. I've got things to do. So he goes off to work. She says, I'm going to put a note in your pocket to remind you that we're moving. And here's the new address. The day passed by. And later that evening, the man arrived home to an empty house. Very distraught, he he looked out to the curb and he spied this young boy sitting on the curb. He said, hey, young man, how are you? Do you live in this neighborhood? He said, yes, dad, I'm your son. He says, well, do you know who lives in this house? He said, yes, I do. We used to. He said, but I also told, know that mom told you not to forget. But dad had forgotten anyway. You see, forgetting is inconvenient. It's embarrassing and uh, it can be costly to us. Sarah's dad says all the time, he says, uh, he, uh, he will see somebody and he'll say, I know you, but I don't know you. Tell me who you are. And they will say, they will identify themselves and they'll say, Oh yes, I know you. He said, I'm sorry. I forgot to remember. I'm, I'm getting to where I notice I forget to remember more than I used to. Forgetting is hard. And, and we really in, in as much as some of us would want to, at least in part, forget about 2020. In reality, it's not going to happen. But what we are challenged to do is to push forward. Even though it's the calendar really doesn't mean a whole lot to God, and it's really not going to bring a tremendous change in any significant change to us, we are challenged to push forward, to strain ahead into this new year. Paul said this, if you have your Bibles, turn to Philippians chapter 3. Paul said, Not that I've already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. Uh, if you're reading the King James, I said I think that says obtained. But one thing I do is forgetting what is behind and straining forward. Towards what is ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then who are mature should take such a view of things. I want to read that to you again. Reading from the New International wording here. All of us then who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too, God will make clear to you. Lord, let us, Lord, receive from your word today, anoint our ears, anoint our hearts, and our voices, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. What I want to share with you this morning is the fact that forgetting is, the, uh, could very, very be, well be, or be the first key to our future. Typically things of the past that we dwell on are negative in nature. Now, in spite of what we think, 2020 has had some good things. You're probably sitting there pondering in your heart and and maybe even scratching the head a little bit and you're thinking, well what good, what, what happened good in 2020? What really took place that was good? I don't know of anything good. So what I'm saying to you is, and the point that I'm making is, typically the things that we dwell on from our past can be negative in nature. We think of, we can think of sin of the past. We can think of mistakes and uh, misjudgments, misunderstandings. We can think of life in general. For us, it's been sickness. Uh, maybe it's been tragedy. Maybe death has occurred in your family or in your home. Maybe it's the disappointment, perhaps, if you were disappointed in, in the results of the election. Maybe it is the concern of what's going on in our country and the, the liberties that seemingly are being challenged right before our eyes you see the road of the past is 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 a is a dirty road the road of the past is a filthy road it's a road that is littered with with Regrets. It's littered with heartaches. It's littered with disappointments. The road of the past, as we begin to think about it, most of the time we lean towards the negative. We lean towards those things that are regretful. Those things that are hurtful. Those things that we wish we could forget, but we seem to struggle with it. And those things overshadow the good things that have happened and the positive things have occurred. And even if we're not careful, they can overshadow the goodness of God in our life. You know, earlier this morning we sang that song that says, the goodness of God. And when we let, and we allow those things uh, not intentionally, it's just seems to be part of our nature as humans, that we allow those things to overshadow the goodness of God. So, forgetting is Actually, easier said than it is done. Because memories are engraved deep into the crevices of our brain. I heard a while back, Dave's not here today and uh, he and Alicia are, are taking some time away and we hope they enjoy themselves, but Dave is our, he's our, he's, I call him our computer guru. Here at Voice of Praise Worship Center. And uh, and if you uh, ever watch some of his live Facebook uh, programs that he does, he's answering your tech questions. And, and his tech questions are so tech that I don't even know what in the tech he's talking about. You know, most of the time. You know, I don't have a clue. But... But so I've heard that even in this age of computer, you can go in and you can scrub a computer as they call it. You can wipe everything off that computer, but some way, somehow, somewhere, it's still out there somewhere. It still exists. You know what? Before, long before there was ever computers, God blessed humanity with a mind. We, we have a psych. We, and, and, and and no matter what happens, even if it happened to you when you were a child or if it happened to you yesterday, you know, it's somewhere engraved down deep in your mind. It's there. It's lingering recollections will remain sort of some catastrophic injury or some illness. That memory is going to lay there. It's going to remain in our mind. Sarah and I have a, 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 some friends of ours, some ministry friends, and we... We're... We were just talking about this the other day, and, and and this man was a faithful pastor for many years, but now he has Alzheimer's, and 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 it's so sad. He doesn't know anyone. He doesn't even really know his wife. But we went to a funeral uh, back pre-COVID. We went to a funeral, and he and his wife were there in attendance. And although he didn't know anybody, he didn't even realize really why he was there. They begin to sing hymnal songs in that particular funeral service and we were standing just across the church from him and we looked over and there he was no lyrics up on the screen no song books in front of him and he was there singing those hymns of old word for word with hands raised somewhere down in his mind somewhere down in his comprehension there was still that experience engraved Not even the disease had robbed him of that. There's a drug called propranol and and it can alter brain function and and it can slow the memory or it can even take memory away but but it can't do it selectively it would erase our memories entirely if we were to apply it in full dosage. Our memory banks are vaults that contain events and deeds and thoughts of our lives. So what is Paul getting at in what he's saying here? Paul is a very intelligent man. Paul has the education that is equivalent to multiple PA is He's not suggesting that his memory memory be permanently eliminated, but rather what Paul is saying to us is that the past must not be allowed to capture our attention as we go into the future. Because if the past captures our attention, it will pull us down. It will pull us under, if you would. It's like a weight tied around the ankle of, of someone that is trying to swim it is pulling us under so Paul is saying to us we must look forward we must go forward we must go into the new year so in order to do that, we gain control of our directives, and as we gain control of our directives, well, there's two key elements in gaining control. The first one is confession. Now we're here this morning. We we are Pentecostals, and and, and I don't struggle with evang- evangelicals either. You know, I don't struggle with anybody really. But but when we when we come down to it, we often we have been, uh, if you would, critical of of the Catholic Church because. In the Catholic Church, uh, as evangelicals or Pentecostals, one of the first things that we think about is that they make confession to a priest, a man, an earthly man, a priest, and and we sort of frown on that. In fact, we do frown on that. But understand this, in 1 John chapter 1, the Scripture tells us if we are faithful to confess, to admit our sin, that Christ is faithful to forgive us our sin. You see, we, we sometimes, I think as evangelicals, and us as Pentecostals, we have forgotten the art, if you would, or the process, if you would, whatever you want to call it but we have forgotten that we have a high priest we have a high priest that is described in great terms to us in the, in the Hebrew writing and there we go to that high priest and we confess our faults we confess our failures we confess our f- sins and we lay it all out the feet of Jesus and Jesus the Bible says is faithful to forgive us of those sins but we many times I'm afraid we have lost, we have lost the art, if you would, or we fail to take the opportunity to confess our sins before our high priest and allow him to forgive us of those sins. You see, admission, admission has and always will be A stepping stone to deliverance. Even in secular programs. Even in secular drug programs. One of the first things in just about any program that you enter into. You need to admit you have a problem. That's why you're at the program. Well, Jesus is not a program. And Jesus is far better and has far better results than any program that's ever been uh, invented. But let me tell you, we need to come to Him in confession saying, Lord, I'm lost. Lord, I'm a sinner. Lord, I have sinned. I have fallen short of Your glory. God, forgive me today. And then that actually is the second element. Is forgiveness. Forgiveness is a wonderful gift. Somebody said not forgiven. Not forgiven which is bitterness. Not being able to forgive is like drinking poison. And hope that the other. You drinking poison and hope that the other person will die. Forgiveness was once described like this. It was, it was described as. It is a power that allows one to lay down the right to hurt Another person for what they've done to you. You see, I, hey, I've been there, I've been there and done that, okay? I got the t-shirt to prove it. I can't wear it anymore because it's been a few years ago and it's shrunk. You know, like most of my shirts. Hey, in the closet. But you know, So oftentimes we as people, I've heard, listen, being a pastor, John's back there, John's pastor, John knows what I'm talking about, some of the rest of you do. Being a pastor, you you just love it and you almost expect it when somebody comes up and they'll say, well, when they apologize to me, then I'll apologize to them. When they forgive me, then I'll forgive them. That's not what the Scriptures called us to do. You see, you see, when we begin to think about grace and we begin to think about the the mercy of God and, and, and He loved us before we ever loved Him. And when we begin to think about our relationship with other people, God has not called me to wait on somebody to come and ask me forgiveness. God has not called on me to wait and somebody comes and says, I'm sorry, before I can forgive them. God has called me to forgive them before they ever ask forgiveness. In fact, I want to tell you what, one of the most liberating things that can occur in your life or my life is when we can forgive people that... That have never ever asked us to forgive them. When we can forgive people that, that we have abused us, misused us, mistreated us, but because they're, in, listen, and it's not in my nature, okay? It's not in your nature either. I will have you know that. But it's not in our, in our human nature to do that, but it is the nature of Christ that lives within us, that forgiveness will raise up in us, and we can forgive others and let them go in Jesus name you see it's an essential part of our salvation Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 he said we find there he, he talks about if we don't forgive then we really Jesus says you can't be forgiven either you see it's a, if, if we can't if we can't give forgiveness we can't really receive forgiveness is what Jesus is, said to, is saying to us So, we find that confession and forgiveness are two key elements in going forward. And then, when we go back to our scripture, what Paul wrote to the church at Philippi, he he not only said, forget about the past, but the second thing that Paul says there, he said, I strain to go forward. Now, if you're reading King James, I think King James uses the word, I press press towards the mark of the high calling of God understand with whatever English version you may be reading you could be reading on foreign language as far as that concerned but whatever version you're reading when you examine and as our, our my friend Jim Moran says and you flesh this out what you find is the word that Paul is actually using there where this is derived from actually means that you, are advancing with every ounce of fiber that is within you. Now, a lot of you in this room, I know Whitney's probably the most recent sports star that we've had, but Whitney hasn't played soccer in how many years now? Four years? Four years? Whitney, I want to tell you something. You may not realize this, but if you went out there to play soccer right now with a bunch of seventeen and eighteen year old college kids, they'd probably wear you out because you're not in shape that you, the shape that you once were. You see, we we find ourselves we find ourselves sometimes, and the the, the 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 you know in the natural sense, the older we get, the less active we get. Notice I didn't use the word lazy. The less active we become. The harder it, I, you know, a few months ago, Sarah and I put some new flooring down in our house at the beginning of COVID. We are all locked down, didn't have any place to go, nothing to do. I said, I'm just going to do it myself. And I got me a nail gun and I got me some knee pads and we started putting flooring down in the house. I didn't think I was going to get out of bed for three days. I was so sore. I was, I was like, I was saying, help me up, help me up, help me up. But I couldn't quit, I had already started I had to keep pushing myself And I'm saying all that to say this Understand, when Paul says Strain or press Press in, strain forward He's saying, go forward Paul is saying, we must go forward In the kingdom of God With every ounce of fiber that is in us From head to toe From back to front Everything that is in us We push forward into the newness of God As we go into 2020. Yes, it's really no more than just a flip of a page on a calendar. It's really not going to make a dramatic change in anything that happens uh, on the news or anything like that. Somebody's gonna drop a ball up in New York City. I guess that's gonna happen. It may be canceled. I don't know. But 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 the reality of it is we are going to continue on, but it is a it is a, a, a it is a starting point, if you would, for us to make commitments. And some things to change in our life. And God is calling us in this time of opportunity, if you would. It's a mental opportunity for us to make up our mind that we are going to press in to God... More than we have ever done before in our life. We're gonna press into kingdom purpose more than we ever have in our lives before. We're not, we're gonna forget about the past. Who cares about 2020? We're gonna quit worrying about what we didn't get to do, where we didn't get to go, the things that we were, we were robbed of, if you would, in 2020. We're gonna put all that behind us and we're going to go forward. Listen, last March, all of a sudden, we found ourselves not gathered in this room, but we found ourselves outside on the parking lot. And some of you all remember those days, the wind blowing about 40 mile an hour. And a couple mornings, it was really cool. But we went on and we did what we had to do to have worship and to have church. Listen, I don't know what 2021 holds. We might be back outside. We might have to go over into hiding somewhere in a holler to have church. Church, but whatever we do, we will do it with all of our might, with all of our strength, with every fiber that is within us. We press into the presence of God in 2021. So, strain, strain takes place both emotionally and physically, and of course, spiritually. Now, in, in, in Bible theology, PowerPoints juggle my words around on the computer here. I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm not going to go through these. We don't have time this morning. I hadn't planned on going through all of them, but I can. I don't mind giving you this. This is this is a list. What is considered the twelve spiritual disciplines of Scripture? I want you to look at just a few of them: meditation, prayer, fasting, simplicity, fellowship, journaling, chastity, stewardship, submission, obedience, study, evangelism, contemplation. Confession, solitude, gratitude, self-examination, silence, and celebration. Man. That, that, that sounds like a lot. That sounds like a lot to do. Well, man, you know. But you know, I, I want to end this year on a high note. I don't want us to feel beat up. I don't want us to feel trodden down. But I, here's, here's what I do think. Here's what I feel in my, this is my, in, in my spirit. I feel like that that 2020. You know, we can we can you know we we can we can cast devils out a doorknob. We can over spiritualize everything. You know, we 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 can. You know, sometimes we do that. But I do think that 2020 has been more than a political and an economic warfare. I think 2020 we have seen a surge of spiritual warfare that has occurred uh, in in not only in the church, but I think in families. Families right now are torn apart. Families are suffering. Families are suffering loss. Families are suffering business loss. They've suffered loss of loved ones. Families are suffering. Financial loss. They've they've drained themselves trying to just survive. Right now, churches. I read something the other day. My, you know, I, I like Doctor Tom Rainer. He's. Uh, I, I love following his teaching. Rainer released a, a blog this week, and Rainer says at the end of this pandemic, if it should end this summer. Not counting if it goes beyond that nine out of every ten churches in America will be on a in in a desperate need of revitalization because people that have been dislodged and dislocated from the church so long... Listen, I know COVID is going on. I don't want us to spread COVID, but there's a reason that we have continued to gather. I think it's still a need for the saints of God to gather together. I appreciate Facebook. I appreciate all of y'all that are watching Facebook. But there is something that Facebook and YouTube and TV and all those other entities can't do. That gathering together in the presence of one another and in the presence of God will do for us. I think the church is under attack. I think Christians are under attack. I think 2020 has been a year that has been great attack. But you know what? Every time the devil gets messing, the Lord gets blessing. And I believe that the church right now, if we would buckle ourselves down, if we will press in as we enter into this year 2021, if we will press in, if we will begin to strain, if we will begin to pursue spiritual disciplines if we will begin to chase after God instead of all the other things of the world all of the bad news all of the news media everything that we're here turn it off begin to chase after God get in his word pursue him in prayer chase after him whatever needs you need to you need to use to get to God use it and as we as we strain and we press into God in 2020 one I believe that we will see revival I think we're poised I think we're on the edge I, I think I think all of the tragedy all of the tragedy what was meant for evil is about to work for the good but it's going to take us as God's people pressing into straining for everything that's out Guess what? The only persons, the only people that can do anything about that is you and I. You and I. Now I have to admit, I have to admit, I have to say, oh me, this year's been heavy on me. This year's been heavy on me. This, 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 this year has, in many ways, uh, this year has, has drug me down in 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 a lot of different ways including spiritually sometimes it's just been consuming overwhelming in many ways but as a Brought this message together as I, as I was putting this together and, and, and I, I, realize, I feel, I sense the unction of the Holy Spirit that's saying, hey, it's time. You, you know, you remember the prophet, he went to the cave. He said, man, he, and he, as he's in the cave, he's saying, the Lord says, what are you doing here? Why don't you just kill me, Lord? Why don't you just kill me? Well, he didn't, he, you know, I just came here to die. I'm just here to die. Well, he really didn't want to die. If he, if he, if he really wanted to die, all he had to do was just wait and leave himself, you know, out there somewhere and Jezebel was on the fighting. She was going to take care of the problem. Yeah. And I don't want as a believer, I don't want to be in a cave as we end this year. I don't want to be found in a cave wishing I could die. I want to hear the voice of the Lord. Say, get up, dust yourself off, and go about buying business. And I want to do it, I want to strain into it. Strain there means that you're exerting every muscle in your body. Every fiber, every ounce of fiber in your body. It said when Jesus was nailed to the cross, part of the, part of the death on the cross is, is, is the torture, the strain on the body, that every muscle, every tendon, every organ in the body is put to strain. It is strained. Oh God, help me not to be afraid to strain for you. Strain for you to strain in the natural. If I go to lift something that I shouldn't be lifting at my youthful age. I'm probably going to be sore the next morning. In spite of two ibuprofen and a Tylenol, I'm still going to have aches and pains, and I'm going to be sore. Have, have have we have we exerted ourselves in such a way for Christ Jesus that, is, that it's caused us pain and discomfort? That's a big question. That's a, that's a sobering That's a question that sobered me. So as we go into 2021, just a few days. Thursday night. We leave the Methodist church behind and we go to the Catholic church. And Friday is a brand new day. Brand new year. Don't forget to get you one of these. And I believe it's the opportune time For the church to begin straining, straining, pressing into the kingdom of God with everything we have. Every ounce, every fiber that's in us, press in. Press in. Press in.